Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane the Alchemist, and you're currently listening to the 54th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising, and the theme of this reading will be miracles. So, welcome, Aries. Welcome to your monthly tarot reading here on the podcast. Um, I am starting out my miracle reading series with you today. You know, as usual, I always start my new series with you, and that's always an exciting and fun moment for me, so I hope you're excited as well. If you don't know how we do things over here at the Neptunian Serenity Podcast, every single month I do a series of 12 tarot readings, one for one for each zodiac sign with a different theme every month, Okay. And the theme is always something, it's something that I choose, of course, but it's never completely random. It always has to do with the current zodiac season that we're in. It's always a theme connected to that. So currently, as I'm recording this episode, we are in Pisces season. And Pisces is absolutely an archetype that can be linked to miracles and believing in magic and uh, the transcendence of our own human experience. And it was the theme that I felt guided to pick to dive deep and explore for all of you in this month's series of readings, okay? So I'm recording this during Pisces season, but just because the theme is connected to Pisces does does not mean that you have to listen to it during Pisces season. The messages that will reside in the upcoming reading are timeless and uh, trust that the moment where you find this reading is the moment where these messages are meant to reach you and will resonate with your current present reality. Okay, so the other thing as well is uh, these readings are always meant for sun, moon, rising. Okay, so you can always check out your other signs as well. Follow the podcast if they're not out yet to not miss out when they come out. And you can always, you know, I've done a lot of past series already. I think this is the fifth series that we're starting. Ooh, that's really exciting. I feel really proud of doing this much. Um, So there's a bunch of content already out and we are going to continue after this series. Next month, we're going to do... Uh, it's going to be your birthday month, ooh, and we're going to do a new series when I'm done with this one with a new theme more akin to the archetype of Aries. So if you like the way that I read, if you like this concept on the podcast, make sure you follow to not miss out on future uploads. But um, yeah, so what is a miracle reading? Well, I really just want and feel called to explore the concept of miracles what is a miracle what is a miracle to you what kind of miracles have happened in your life and did you recognize them as such what kind of miracles and upcoming blessings are coming towards you and um what makes something miraculous for you and also in general in the world right that is kind of my uh concept and my intention behind this reading so that's what we're going to explore for you today um, my concept is never fully fledged out when I do the Aries reading because I'm always doing it for the first time with you and just kind of seeing how it goes and how it works out as I'm doing it. But that is just so, I mean, it's so just spot on with what your sign even means because you're the first sign of the zodiac, but that's why it always feels so aligned to start with you. So without any further ado or any more um, talking, let's actually get into your reading now. Aries, so <clears throat> let's get into your reading, shall we? 
hope that you are excited and looking forward to this. I'm very much looking forward to doing this. I've been feeling very excited for Pisces season for actually quite some time. Um, it is, well, you know, it's true that I, I feel quite comfortable in Pisces energy, but also for some reason, I have been feeling this Pisces energy for a long time, even before Pisces season officially started. I think it was because Venus was already in Pisces. So already, I was already getting into my Pisces vibe, and I always had to remind myself that we were still in Aquarius season, technically speaking. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> so the last month's um, the series of readings was on the divine energy of chaos, which is what I picked for Aquarius a season. It was quite interesting to dive into, and at the same time, I was excited to uh, get to this series. Uh, this And, you know, what's really cool about this as well is that I chose this theme of miracle. It wasn't something I was even thinking of or that I expected to choose, but this word has just been haunting me for the past week or so. It's just been, I've been seeing the word miracle everywhere. Like when I was, there was a specific deck that I, that I use, that I have, and every time I was using it at the bottom of the deck, there was a card called miracle. It never came out. And the readings that I was doing for other people, but it was always there for me to see. I even, without even realizing at first, I picked up uh, my next book to read, uh, has the word miracle in the title. There's just always something with the word miracle that was popping up constantly, so that led me to be like, oh, that would be like a great and really awesome thing to explore for my next uh, podcast series. And similar thing happened actually with the Capricorn season theme, uh, which was devotion. When I was around the time of choosing the the theme for my next uh, series, the word devotion just kept popping up everywhere all the time and it just felt like a sign and a line for me to choose. And the same thing happened. So I'm really excited for this. I feel like this is such a cool and original theme to uh, choose. So I'm really excited to see like how it goes, how it works, and what kind of messages uh, come out without um, keeping you waiting any longer. Let's dive into it. Well, actually, one last PSA, and I promise that's the last one. If you want to see your cards, um, just just if you want to, because you don't, it's not something that is necessary for you to fully grasp through the essence of this reading or to fully enjoy it. Um, but I know it's fun to see the pretty cards and see what they actually look like. Um, just head over to my Instagram, Neptunian.Serenity, and look through the po- the highlight on my profile called Podcast. It should be in there. Um, and yeah, but if you want to do that, I do suggest that you do that at the end of your, uh, reading, because I think, you know, I haven't pulled all of your cards yet. I think it's part of the experience to get the surprise of what cards come out when and how and all of that stuff. Okay. But that was just one last little PSA. Let's actually pull some cards and get into the reading now, shall we? So I don't have a pre-planned structure for this, uh, reading but I have chosen and pulled out intuitively a few decks for me to use with you so let's just pick up the first one and actually is this the one that I want to use hmm no (laughs) I feel guided to use the tarot deck that I pulled out which is the Muse tarot so we're going to start with this deck and 
I'm not sure what needs to be asked first. Just putting the intention of a miracle reading for Aries. Is that enough? Or maybe just asking... Yeah, that's enough. Or asking... What is already what is already mir miraculous in Aries's life? I feel guided to ask this. So, yeah. What is already miraculous in Aries's life? Anything else? Yeah. Okay. So at the bottom of the deck, four of Pentacles in reverse. You have the page of emotions in reverse, the eight of emotions in reverse. These are cups, the hanged muse, which is the hanged men, the two of inspiration in reverse, which is wands, three of materials in reverse, which is pentacles, and then seven of materials in reverse, and the star. So <laughs> you have seven cards out here. Oh my god, no way. I was literally getting the number seven before I started with you. I was when I was pre-shuffling my decks to prepare for this reading, I was getting the number seven, and that, that was somehow magical, a magical number for you. Oh my god, no way. I didn't even realize I pulled out seven cards until I counted them. Okay, nice. Um <laughs> nice synchronicity. But you have seven cards out here, and you have out of out of the seven, you have two major arcana, the hanged muse and the star. And these are your only upright cards. All of the other ones are in reverse. Which is very, very interesting. Hmm. And reminder that when we pull these cards, we ask, what is already miraculous in Aries's life? Because I feel like there is some sort of energy here about you not necessarily recognizing miracles as such and always wanting more or always looking for the next best, best thing when good things come um <laughs> which i know maybe is not what you wanted to hear but you know me or even if you don't then i'm telling you when i read i read what you need to hear not necessarily what you want to hear and if that includes sometimes having to call you out then i will do that in the best way possible okay that's always what i do even so even if i'm doing a reading on a cute little theme of miracles that's gonna happen uh shadow work stuff is gonna happen anyway so the hanged muse and the star okay the hanged muse is an archetype that speaks of stillness it is when we are in this energy when we are exploring this archetype of the hanged muse we are at a point in our lives when there's not much movement going on but it's what we are meant to be still. We are meant to embrace the stillness, the stillness rather than try to fight against it because it is within the stillness that we gain perspective and insights that will help us on our journey moving forward. So you're really being called right now to be still and just accept where you are currently. Accept that there's not much movement currently, even if that doesn't feel ideal even if you think it's not ideal, it is actually. You need to rest here. You need to allow yourself to... I'm hearing settle down here, so I don't know what that means exactly. I'm sorry, I just need to do something. 
just needed to let my cat out who was being bothered who was sleeping peacefully until I started recording and then she decided she wanted silence which is okay I expected that to happen but anyway yeah you were meant to be still right now you're not meant to and I know that's kind of um you probably don't like hearing this because that's not very that's kind of counter nature for Aries people <laughs> um Aries who just kind of moves and goes for things without necessarily thinking about it, out of passion, out of having the power to make big moves. That's always what is characteristic of Aries, right? And obviously, we're talking about an archetype here that you have in your birth chart. You are more complex and multi-layered than just the archetype of Aries. Um, but regardless, this is not necessarily a comfortable or natural energy for you to find yourself in essentially and with the star which is your other um your other archetype your other major arcana here we are seeing that you need to heal that this period of stillness is happening because a lot of healing of things that were put on the back burner in your mind needs to happen so that you can move forward with strength and intention the way that you want to because i think that i think you have plans i think that you have certain ambitions to make moves and go some places and achieve certain things pursue certain things and first of all i want you to know that this moment of stillness the spirit of stillness is temporary and also you're not being called to be still it's not here to sabotage you. It's not here to prevent you from going after your goals. Because I, I feel like that's how you feel. Like you sense this pull to um, remain still. Or maybe you even have like the, the universe orchestrating ex your external uh, circumstances so that you um, remain still. Like maybe you're trying to move and this is like super complicated for you logistically speaking or financially speaking or you have a lot of people around you who are seem to be telling you hey you should stick around for some time or who seem to be making your plans difficult but this is not um to sabotage you this is because the universe is doing this because it knows that if you didn't have all these obstacles you would just flee and your intuition knows right now fleeing is not what's best for me. I need to rest. I need to be still. I need to be observant. I need to change my perspective. That's really what's needed right now. And yes, this is miraculous. <laughs> I'm sorry that your miracle reading is not about uh, me telling you that you'll miraculously find a way to fly away <laughs> very soon. This is miraculous because there is such deep cellular healing that is already happening and will continue to happen once you surrender okay there's already healing that is happening here but if you accept your current situation which again is temporary and only a step in the process if you accept this you allow yourself to just be and to be here and you um surrender to your current reality the healing the speed of your healing is going to be like astronomical 
I'm sorry, my brain just went to a meme. Um, and you know, when my brain does all kinds of funny stuff during readings, I still mention it because I'm like, it could mean something to someone or maybe it just, it's just going to make you laugh. Um, I just thought of that video of the guy who, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he would make videos like imitating, um, like school teachers. <laughs> and then he did a video where he imitated like what it's like when you go on like a a special um like you go visit 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 something or visit a museum or something as like a class in elementary school and the teachers are always upset by how loud it is in the school bus and then he said um in the video he said the volume in this bus is astronomical and that's just where my brain went to when i said astronomical <laughs> so yeah maybe that means something to you maybe it's just something you also thought of Maybe it's just something to make you laugh, whatever. But, um, yes, there's deep healing that needs to happen. Deep healing in the way that you would not even be the same person when you follow through and surrender to the natural cycles of life. This is what this is truly about. This is about the natural cycles of life. We are cyclical beings. As human beings, life is made of temporary cycles that always change and you know with like the yin and yang or just um how the tides like come and go or the menstrual cycle for example even this you know the cycle of life the way that we uh, are born and then we age we become adults and we become older and then we die everything about human life is cyclical and so this is just one cycle in the grand scheme of things of your life where you are meant to just kind of I'm hearing the word retrieve but nothing else after that so I, I don't know retrieve what but, but the word retrieve is coming up a lot but you're just meant to rest and keep your life very, I'm hearing minimum, like keep your life very minimalistic or just keep yourself, there is wisdom and healing for you to acquire if you just allow yourself to go with the flow and have a very simple routine in your day-to-day -day life. And I know that, again, that's not necessarily something that sounds very exciting to Aries, um, and Aries does want and require a lot of excitement to enjoy their life. I understand that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is just what's coming through. This is just one cycle in the grand scheme of things. And this is the thing. Allowing yourself to just be quiet. Not in the sense of like not talking anymore. But be quiet in the sense of having a quiet lifestyle. And being quiet in the sense of let, leaving space for your inner voice to speak um, is what's going to help you to get where you want to be. But you just don't understand that, so you're trying to fight against it. And also, you're fighting against it because it's uncomfortable. And you're like, this isn't what I want. Well, sometimes what we need and what we want are two different things. <laughs> this, what I'm telling you here is what you need. And I'm telling you, this is what's going to get you to the awesome things that you want to pursue in the future. This is the step, a step in the process. 
So if that is truly what you want and what you want to pursue, you'll have to understand that this is the best thing for you right now, even if it doesn't feel ideal, even if there's parts of it that are frustrating. I'm getting that there's a lot of things about this current situation. It could be a lot of things. It could be like you don't like where you live. You don't like what you do for work. You don't like um, your routine, your schedules, your whatever it is. It could be, you know, when I say you don't like where you live, it could be either like the actual house or apartment or the people you live with or the city or country you live in. There's just something that you're like, no, I want this to change. And that's okay. And you will find a way to make a change eventually, but it's just not meant to happen right now because there's something else for you to learn here. There's something else for you to acquire here. There's something else for you to understand here so that you will grow. And once you will... And the, the lessons and healing that you're meant to acquire in this current situation are the things that you will need on your next step for the next thing that you want to pursue. All right? So, I hope that that clears some things up for you. So, you're not off off of your path just because things feel kind of shitty right now that's something else that's important and yeah something it's important for you to understand the distinction between what you want and what you need that's kind of like a life lesson for you that you're experiencing right now and um what else i mean yeah i think i've said everything that needs to be said about that let's actually read the message from the hanged muse from the booklet just to add to anything that i've already said there you go the hanged muse keywords are flipping your perspective seeing things in you being in flow with the universe letting go new vintage points leading to new knowledge empathic understanding and spiritual lessons she floats up to the top of the world and hooks her knees around the timeline of her journey she's long overdue for this pause and things below had been gaining a great deal of out-of-controlness as of late. With, with a deep breath in, she sinks into timelessness to enjoy this moment, this gift. She lets go of trying to control it all and allows the truth to flow to the surface of her awareness. Whatever wisdom she will be gifted here today will be implemented later. The hanged muse asks you to take a bird's-eye glimpse of your life. Reach out over many years, pinpointing the things you cannot change. Let them go. Remember that you see through the lens of your own stories, fashioned only by your perceptions and experiences. When you gift yourself the liberty of malleable thinking, you can change your reality with a simple swing on the timeline of life. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, yeah, this is essentially what I've been saying. And yes, um, there's also a need for you to... <laughs> You're going to hate this. <laughs> There's also a need for you to be grateful for what you already have. Don't shoot the messenger. Just the fact that you are alive is a miracle. <laughs> okay, just like statistically, biologically, uh, whatever we... Just the fact that we human beings exist and that we, each of us individuals exist, is a miracle. It's crazy. Life is a miracle. And... 
every single day is a gift, even when we are in situations where things are not ideal. You cannot just always postpone your satisfaction of life and your happiness for later, for when things are going to be perfect, because things are never going to be perfect. Yes, they might be a bit better than what they are now, but there's always going to be something annoying happening. There's always going to be something painful happening. There's always going to be something stressful happening because those things are natural parts of the human experience. Stress, pain, sadness, annoyance, dissatisfaction. These are natural parts of the human existence in the same way that satisfaction and happiness and joy are. They're both just as natural parts of the human existence and therefore most of the time you will feel both at the same time about different things in different ways to different extents to different degrees. So right now you could be completely fixated on the one thing that's annoying you, the one thing that's not working and it's like well there's so many other things in your life that are working there's so many things, other things in your life that are blessings that are good that feel good, that make you happy. And once, yeah, and you kind of, I think that you kind of, um, because you're very frustrated about this specific thing that you feel like you can't change and that is really bothering you, um, you kind of think, when I get this thing or when I get to change this thing, everything will be fixed, everything will be over, and everything will be perfect. Whether you think this consciously or not, because some of you this is unconscious, but that's what you think that's how you feel and it's important for you to change your perspective on this because there's always going to be something annoying happening even when people even people who have their dream life like in the day-to-day they have things that annoy them things that hurt them things that stress them out because that's it's that's just not something we can bypass as long as we are humans and as long as we are alive sometimes that's a tough pill to swallow this understanding, this realization, but that's the truth. So even when you fix this thing or you change that one thing that really bothers you, yeah, you'll probably feel better about that, but there's going to be other problems that are going to arise. There's going to be other things here and there, and I'm not saying that to say you'll always feel like shit. No. Sometimes we feel like shit, sometimes we feel great. That's always a thing that's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, how you feel is not always quote-unquote logical with your outside circumstances you know there's a lot of people who tip like technically have their ideal life but still feel like shit inside because those things don't always coordinate they don't always cooperate they don't always communicate so to say right so are you completely putting the burden of your happiness on something external to you that you don't control that's kind of the question here how this is exactly okay this is why you're meant to be in this unideal situation right now this is the perspective shift that you need you need to understand and see that even when there are things that anger that upset you that are out of your control does not mean that that thing gets to dictate how you feel every day or how you feel entirely it doesn't have that much power over you even in moments of our lives where for the most part things are dark there's always bits of light there's always some few moments of happiness and joy 
And so how can you cultivate as much joy as possible within your current circumstances? This is the lesson that you're meant to learn in this current situation. How can you make the best of it? How can you decide, okay, this thing that's out of my control is really frustrating me and it's really um, hindering me from progressing or, you know, I can't really, um, it's, it's something that's different for each and every one of you. So I can't necessarily get too specific in my examples, but you know how you feel about this and you know that it's not good. And you know, or at least you've come to understand that that making that change is not fully within your control, which I think has been something that's really been shaken up your ego because you are used to being a go-getter and just getting something done when it needs to be done, changing something when it doesn't feel right. And I think up until now in your life, it's worked quite well for the most part. You've been able to get what you want most of the time. Um, which does not mean that you're spoiled or that you're immature necessarily. But here, right now, you are pushing against this and it's not getting the results that you usually get. And you're just pushing and pushing and pushing and the rock is not fucking moving. And that's really, really upsetting because you want the rock to move as like a metaphor, right? And also because it is challenging your understanding of the world. Because up until now, you kind of always thought, if I get myself in a shitty situation, I can always get out. And then you're like, oh shit, like it's not working this time. What the fuck do I do? And the answer is not pitying yourself and just deciding, well, I'm just going to be depressed until this works out. No. This is one thing in your life, even if it's big, we're not denying that this could be a really big thing and it genuinely hinders your capacity at happiness and for further progress in your life. I'm hearing career as well, so that could be it. We're not denying the impact this had on you and how upsetting it might be. We're just saying there's more to the story. This is not all there is. This is just one aspect of your life. This is just the one thing that you don't have fully control over. But what do you have control over? A lot of other things. So how can you best use... How can you focus your energy on the things that you have control over to make this as bearable as possible? To still cultivate as much light and happiness as possible within these dark times, so to say. That is your challenge here. That is your lesson here. This could be a... Saturnian lesson if you're going through a Saturn transit um, I mean there's no way for me to be 100% to know that 100% unless I would look at your chart which you can always send to me if you want to um, you could be going through your Saturn return if you're like around 28 to 30 years old or you know around like late 50s I guess that's the second Saturn return um, otherwise Saturn could just be making an aspect to a personal planet of yours and that is uh, important in your natal chart so you would just have to look at your current transits and at your chart for you to see that right when i'm recording this saturn is um in the last few degrees of aquarius entering pisces uh soon so 
if you have, I mean, yeah, it's kind of complicated to explain, but anyway, the Saturnian energy could explain why in the past you were always able to push against obstacles successfully and now the rock seems to be fucking heavier a lot more a lot more heavy and it's you don't you know all of your efforts against pushing it are not really getting you the results that you want right okay this is a very interesting reading america you're curious to see how this shows up in your lives because the thing is it is a fact that you don't have full control, if any, honestly, over this thing that you want to change. That's a fact, okay? So it's it's a maybe a tough pill to swallow. It's hard to accept, understandably so. That's a fact, okay? I'm not here. This reading, I'm not here to tell you. I'm seeing that you can find a way to secretly defeat this in this way. Unfortunately, no. It's a fact that you don't have full control over this. And that it kind of sucks for you. Yeah, it's a fact. It happens. It's life. So your two options are essentially, because I'm getting that this is like a, I mean, we did say this is a cycle and this is temporary. So this could be something like you need to uh, honor the end of a contract and you don't want to keep working somewhere or you have to honor the end of a lease or there's something, some kind of restriction somehow um, preventing you from making the change you want to, you want to make. But it's, that is going to come to an end eventually with timing for those, for some of you, you already know what time. Because it's like literally like a contract that comes to an end to a certain date or something like that. For others of you who don't really know, I'm honestly getting that it's more so like a matter of months. Like six or seven months. That's what I'm getting. But that's going to be, don't you know, don't take my word as the word of the divine and 100% true. Because it, it might change, it might be different for each person. But honestly, I'm getting that this is this is not like a five-year thing. This is mostly a matter of months. Obviously, that can feel like forever when you feel like shit. Um, but there's going to be an end to this. And um, because you don't fully control this, you don't have control over the timing. Your two options are surrender and acceptance. Or wasting your energy trying to fight against this and being angry and victimizing yourself. Those are your two options. So which one are you going to choose? Feels obvious to me. <laughs> it's what we've been talking about already, okay? Those are truly your two options. Are they both ideal? No. Is there one that's clearly better than the other for you? Yes. <laughs> and it's the one that we're exploring today, right? But yes, I definitely feel like there's some kind of... Um, some kind of ego check about you not getting what you want for once. That that is that is something that's hard like a hard pill for you to swallow and that's okay. Something that you will need to work through or maybe you identify with this idea that you can always get what you want a lot and so this is kind of shaking up your sense of self or your perspective of yourself. That's hard as well. But surrendering and accepting, I mean, it will do you so much good in the end. Seriously. I know that you don't want to lay down the arms. Especially as an Aries fighting, you know, you're ruled by Mars. Fighting is kind of your instinctual response to something. But 
Seriously, surrendering is the answer here. It's the best you can get out of this non-ideal situation. So, you know, <laughs> do with that what you will. Um, okay, so let's pull more cards now because I feel called to do that. I've been feeling called to this side that I pulled, which is the messages from the Mermaid's Oracle. And what I feel called to ask is what will you, what will you get out of this? What will you actually get out of this? So I think out of surrendering is the is the this in the this situation. <laughs> okay, what will you get out of this? Or what is important for Aries to acquire here? Okay, so I pulled four cards. Three of them are in reverse, but I don't know if I want to take reversals or what they mean to me just yet. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's the reverse message to what's on the card. So please take that, take that into account. At the bottom of the deck, we have move forward. Yeah, we talked about that. If it, This will lead you to be able to move forward eventually. It's just you're not there yet. There's other things you need to learn before you start moving forward. But this is truly for your best interest. Some of you may have thought if you're spiritual or religious in some way, you may have thought that you've been kind of abandoned by spirit or by God or whatever. And this is truly not the case. This is really, um, your guides are working for you here. It's just that again, what you want and what you need are different things, right? It's kind of giving Nanny McPhee vibes. Because <laughs> that was her concept as well, right? Um, there's two different Nanny McPhee movies, I believe, and, um, they're fun to revisit or to watch for the first time if you haven't watched them, but, you know, her concept, if you don't know, is she's a nanny and she is, like, the best of the best and she always gets called and is known to help, uh, with, like, um, desperate causes, like, desperate situations, kids who are truly... Uh, not disciplined and never listen and who traumatize all of their past nannies so when this happens your last option is nanny mcphee right to like quote unquote fix them and her um her phrase that she always says is um when you need me but you don't want me i must stay and when you want me but don't need me i must go because at first the kids absolutely hate her and try to get her to leave and try to traumatize her, try to scare her away. They don't want to listen to her. But obviously she has some special tricks to help them listen. And it, even though they were very unhappy that she was there at first and hated her at first, in the, at the end of the movie, they have matured, they have learned their lessons. They understand that this was truly the best thing for them. And by that point, they like Nanny McPhee, but she has to go because they don't need her anymore. That's kind of how the the two the movies go. So that's that's kind of the vibe here. And I'm not saying that you are a child. We're not insulting you today, okay? That's really not the point. Um, but yeah, if you want some um, fun, lighthearted entertainment, these movies are fun. Anyway, so your mermaid cards. We have communication. We have memories in reverse, we have contemplation in reverse, and we have miracles in reverse. Come on, we literally got the fucking miracle card for a miracle reading. Seriously, I didn't even know there was a miracles card in this deck. Another reason why I'm not sure if I want to 
what what I want to do with this these reversal cards is because I think in the booklet there there isn't like a different interpretation for when the cards are in reverse. So I don't know if the creator of the deck um wanted the cards in reverse to mean anything specific. Um that makes me laugh so much. I'm looking at the 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 contents of the of the deck just to see if there's a part where she talks about um what to do in your cards in reverse and that there isn't from what I'm seeing but there's a part where she says like how to prepare for a reading and then she's like there's a part that says create a sacred space and take a mermaid bath protect and ground yourself and I'm like do you really think I'm taking a fucking bath every single time I'm using these cards psych no way (laughs) that's no way to her but it just always makes me laugh I'm like, I'm not taking an out like an hour out of my day to like clean out everything, take a bath, light up all the candles. Like I just want to pull the fucking cards. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, see that's me being in my impatient a- Aries energy. And that's fine. But okay. <laughs> Let's try to refocus on your reading, because we went on a bunch of different tangents here. So when we pulled these mermaid cards we ask what will you get out of this okay and we have multiple cards and again we have multiple cards in reverse and only a minority of cards upright same thing with your tarot cards right you had um five cards in reverse two cards upright and here you have three cards in reverse one card upright so sometimes when i have readings where i have a lot a majority of reverse cards it it what it means to me is that the things in reverse are still in your subconscious mind. There's a lot of things that you're not aware of or conscious of when it comes to this situation. And the upright cards are the things that you are somewhat aware of that are in your conscious mind, okay? So communication is something that you know you might get out of this, learning to be better at communication because maybe you, in this current non-ideal situation that you're kind of stuck in, you... um are kind of forced to interact with people that you don't really fully get along with. <laughs> um, and sometimes you would rather just be able to bypass all the hard work of learning to consider them as full-on human beings and do your part and try to have harmonious communication. But deep down you know that if you keep trying, you will get better at being more balanced, at being more diplomatic, at being more understanding of other people's situations, and at forgiving people for being out of line sometimes. Okay, there there is a part of this, part of your communication skills that will mature, that you will get out of this, out of surrendering to this current reality. And I think that this part you're aware of because this card is upright. And then for these... Other cards, Memories, Contemplation, and Miracles. This is very interesting. I'm going to put them up right now to look at them properly. It's interesting because we did say earlier, you know, at the very beginning of your reading, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen about things that you've put on the back burner for a very long time. You remember that? When I was talking about the star card, I did say that. It's like, so there could be... I mean, you're someone who moves fast. We did say that earlier, and that makes sense with Aries. And so I think that when you get hurt by something or someone, you just move on rather than 
try to sit with the hurt and process it. And that is a normal human coping mechanism that a lot of people do. But in the end, what tends to happen when you do this is that you're just repressing the hurt and never taking the time to fully feel it. And therefore never fully healing it and always carrying it with you. And when that accumulates, it ends up weighing you down. So this could be why if you feel very heavy, like energetically, or you feel like everything is hard, everything is difficult, even the tiniest things are difficult, or you feel just very heavy emotionally, you feel very tired, you feel like you need more sleep than usual to feel rested, or you never feel fully rested, I think that could be the reason there's a lot of past hurts that are still kind of living rent-free in your head, so to say, right? Um, living rent-free in your heart and taking up a lot of space and therefore weighing you down when you're trying to make moves. And this is exactly why you need this time period of processing and stillness and resting and healing before you move forward because you have big plans and big ambitions and you will want to be freer of these past, past hurts than you are now. And you will need more energy than you currently have now if you really want to pursue and achieve the things that you want to pursue and achieve. I think that that's the part that you might understand already. Yeah. There's just so many things that you've been carrying for a long time that are just meant to be let go of. And how does that happen when... Well, it happens when you allow yourself to sit with the feelings. Sit with the memories, right? We literally have a call, a card called Memories. And in this card, the mermaid is actually holding some um, pictures. So she's looking back on, on memories. And then we have Contemplation literally contemplating memories thinking about the past because i think that you've convinced yourself oh i've moved past these things i don't care about these things anymore they don't affect me anymore just because you don't think about them anymore as often as you did but actually once you start kind of unraveling all of this you will realize how much it's still affecting you and the reason why is because you never fully process the emotion in the first place okay and going to therapy i think will be really helpful for you or just having some kind of professional who can holds hold space for you as you do this process and someone who gives you a sense of structure and direction through this process i think that's going to be helpful for you so i highly encourage that if you don't already if you already do that's great there's a lot of things from your past um that you're scared of contemplating. I mean, being still and contemplating and looking back on the past are not things that are natural for you either. Because as we said, you like to just move and go, go, go. But it needs to happen. Otherwise, things end up weighing you down the way that you are feeling right now. For some of you, you might even already know. I think there's multiple things. That's really what... It's not just one event. There's multiple things. For some of you, you already know what some of those things are. Others of you, you will just kind of realize it and figure it out through this process. Because it's going to be a process and that's why you need time and space to dedicate to doing this whole thing before you can move forward. As we said, once you 
do all of this, surrender to this, heal all of this, make the best of all of this, and then move to a different cycle, you will see, you will have the perspective, the big picture understanding that this was necessary and actually a, a blessing and a miracle for you to have this time period where you got to have a lot of time and space and opportunities to process things and just be because that's what it is once you start actually making bigger moves getting what you want making this change that you want to that you want to make start pursuing your actual goals and getting that you will be a lot busier it's going to be a lot more obligations or it will just be more work or it will just be more challenging and so you will want to be able to dedicate all of your energies to this so that it won't be too much that you won't so that you won't burn out so that you won't be discouraged right you want to be it's kind of like uh, people who train for the olympics like you know they they want to be the top shape and they want to be have everything organized around them so that when they get to the competition they can focus all of their mental state and all of their energies on doing the thing and so to do that they have to before that organize and set up everything so that they have the best chance do you see what i'm trying to say here this is really about you giving yourself the best chance and the best opportunity in the future you are helping yourself by doing this you're helping yourself on your way to your dreams by doing this yeah so this is the miracle that is currently in your life already <laughs> and it will lead to more miracles but only if you recognize it as a miracle Mm-hmm. and it's okay if you're not there yet but just at least start by recognizing it as not a curse and it's okay if it takes some time it takes some time for you to just see it neutrally before you can say okay it was a blessing <laughs> it's kind of a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. and that's what it is okay um i want to read the message from the booklet about the card of miracles and then we're going to pull a few last cards to end the reading. Be realistic and plan for a miracle. Be open to receiving miracles in your life. Perhaps you are a miracle for someone else. This mermaid asks you to prepare for incoming miracles. Miracles can manifest in many ways and can occur when we least expect them. It's important to remain open to receiving miraculous happenings in your life and also to be grateful when they come. Perhaps you're someone else's miracle. Have you considered that your very presence could be the miracle someone else has been waiting for or wishing for? Life can be full of minor and major miracles. We only have to open our hearts to be to the miraculous possibilities that are inherent within this beautiful universe. If you've been praying or wishing for a miracle, this card is a sign to say your prayers or wishes have been heard and to watch, watch out for the signs. Maybe miracles are manifesting for you right now. If so, are you really ready and open to receiving them? You might think you are. However, it's also possible that you may have some blocks. It's worth really looking at this and working on yourself so you're mentally open and free to receiving any miracles as they appear on your path. 
Miracles aren't always grand gestures. Our lives are full of small miracles, such as waking up, breathing, walking, living in freedom, having food on our plate, good health, a roof over our head, and so on. In this respect, miracles aren't dissimilar to blessings. So as the message on the card says, be open to receiving miracles in your life. They can be a part of our everyday lives if we let them in. Okay, beautiful. I mean, that's essentially what we've already been talking about, right? There's a lot of confirmations within that message, so I love that. Um, okay. The last thing that we're going to do is pull, I don't know how many cards, but some cards from the Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards. So, is there anything else I want to come out? Yeah. We have completion at the bottom of the deck. I just kind of intend these cards to be like last messages of advice or just anything else that you need to hear or understand. We have soulmate. We have perception. We have victim and we have dissipating. Okay. And each card is a different color based on the chakra that it's connected to. So victim and perception are the heart chakra, soulmate is the root chakra, and dissipating is the solar plexus. Okay, so I intend on just reading the messages from these cards in the booklet, see what they have to tell you. Soulmate, okay. The thing about this deck as well is that there's a little story accompanying each card. I'm going to read that to you as well. The story is called Rose Without Thorns for the soulmate card. And the um, affirmation is, it is time to face my true feelings. The legend goes as, follow, as follows. It is time for him to leave her again, to use the script he always does at this point. He even knows her next line. She will say, how can you do this to me? But unexpectedly, she says, I love you. The words of the script die on his tongue. He struggles to get them out. Just a few words and he will be free, but they won't come. Suddenly, he clasps her to him. He loves her. This is the true freedom he sought. The inspiration is, to enjoy the beauty of a rose, we must risk being pricked by our inner thorns. This offers a new way to live. The best incentive to change is love. Personal inquiry is, what truth am I embracing? This card indicates no longer living a lie. Key ideas are speaking your truth, choosing love, freedom through transformation, resistance to commitment, an unexpected outcome, new truths, and the keywords are authenticity, treasure, and trust. Okay, now let's read the um, perception card. The story is called Emerald Stone, and the affirmation is the heart knows what the eyes cannot see. And the legend goes as follows. A young princess wanders into her untended garden. As she claws through the decaying undergrowth, she finds a brilliant emerald stone. The stone speaks and tells the princess to open an old wooden door. She enters a dark corridor and the door slams shut. Afraid, she moves forward until her hand falls upon another door. It opens to reveal the same garden she left behind. Only now it is beautiful, filled with flowers, butterflies and birds. It is magnificent and familiar. The inspiration is, 
Often our journey brings us full circle, leaving us to wonder why things happen. Emerald Stone teaches us to follow through on whatever is before us. Going back is not an option. The personal inquiry is, what in my life needs, needs tending? How good will I allow myself to feel? The key ideas are transformation in the heart, change in perception, the unknown, promise of a richer experience, and the keywords are beauty, open-heartedness, and appreciation. Okay, let's read the victim card now. The name of the legend is Green Acorn, and the affirmation is, I am not a victim, I chose to do what I am doing. The legend is goes as follows. Green Acorn is asked to star in a fable by Kelly the Green Dragon. He was promised top billing, but in the end he says his best work never made the final edit. Now he doesn't even have a speaking part. He feels betrayed by Dragon. But Green Acorn is not resentful. Being in the fable landed him a job on display at a museum. He insists he is content, but we can see denial and the underlying anger. The inspiration is, the green acorn indicates that being in denial may be holding you back. To move forward, you must make an honest assessment of your situation. The personal inquiry is, how are my actions connected to my inability to create breakthroughs? Am I willing to make new choices in order to grow? The key ideas are feeling blocked, blaming others, past resentment, deluding yourself, potential for greatness. And the keywords are growth, breakthrough, and empowerment. Okay, last but not least, we're going to read the message from Dissipating, and then that's going to be it. The name of the story is Canary Yellow, and the affirmation is, I am more than I think I am. And the legend is, Canary, a pet bird, has wonderful ideas for an action movie starring his owner, Mrs. Robinson. They frequently discuss the exciting plot with friends and family. But when they are given money to make the screenplay a reality, Canary and Mrs. Robinson choose to go on a cruise instead. For the rest of their lives, they talk about their great story and exist in fantasy, not reality. The inspiration is, beware of being imprisoned by the story you tell. Do you intend to do what you say? The personal inquiry is, a lack of planning does not indicate misfortune. Am I doing what I say? The key ideas are taking action, content to dream, going in circles, strong intelligence, making excuses, and procrastinating. And the keywords are companionship, connection, and assistance. Okay, so I'm not going to give any additional interpretation on that because I feel like that was enough information and it's for you to understand how this applies to you and why these um, messages and stories may have come out as messages of advice to you. Okay, Aries, so this is where I'm going to end your reading. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that this was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. That really helps me out and it also helps more people find this podcast if you think these readings would be helpful to more people and enjoyed by many more. If you want to tell me how this reading resonated specifically for you, you want to share with me, I would love to chat with you about that. Don't be shy. You can always contact me either by email or at my in my Instagram DMs. Uh, my contact is in the description of the episode. In the description of the episode, you will also find a link to subscribe. So obviously you can follow the podcast for more and get all 12 free Zodiac readings every single month, as I explained earlier. But if you 
enjoy what I do so much that you want to get even more than that, you can by um, becoming a subscriber for 15 Canadian dollars a month. You can access, on top of everything I already said, you can also access at least one pickup pile every single month that is on a theme that changes every month. And you can even put requests if you become a subscriber of what kind of themes that you want me to see, uh, what kind of readings you want me to do. And each pick a pile has three to four piles and the readings are just as long as these ones. So for only 15 Canadian dollars a month, you're getting three to four hours of additional content. I mean, that is such a steal. And if you enjoyed these kinds of readings, you're going to enjoy that as well. This month's pick a pile was a message from your intuition. It's already up and it was really awesome. It had beautiful messages and um, yeah, and there's even more uh, already in the subscriber exclusive. Um space for you to access already so you there's a link to become a subscriber in the description of the episode if you want to uh, thank me monetarily but not on a recurrent basis just on a one-off you can send me a tip there's another link another link to do that down below and if you want to explore all of this further to work on this further to alchemize this further okay what we talked about today or you want to um explore something else that's going on in your life with my skills and my approach uh, you can book a personal one-on-one session with me there's a link to do that down below you can check out the different offerings that are currently available as well as book all the information is down below i would love to have you if you want to work on this specific thing that we talked about today further you can always leave me a, a note that you came from here just make sure to put the episode number because i don't always remember all of the readings that I do if you're just telling me oh it's this this reading about this and that um but yeah I would love to have you and if you want to see your cards uh just head over to my Instagram as I as instructed earlier but that's it I've said everything I needed to say I wish you the absolute best okay you're awesome Aries and uh surrendering to the current present instead of fighting against it does not make you any less awesome I hope that you know that I hope this reading has helped you I wish you the absolute best sending you so much love and I'll see you next month in my next reading. Bye!